this joyous day that our Lord has blessed us with into His glory. Thank you for being here today. For those of you joining us on our online stream, we thank you for being with us as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. My brothers and sisters in Christ, last week we spoke about humility. Remember the concept of building the model? Remember that? The picture in front of the box that shows the beautiful model completed is that of the resurrection. And so here we are putting this beautiful puzzle together, leading us to the joy of the resurrection in Jesus Christ. And the first piece of the puzzle that we were taught from last Sunday's scripture reading was humility. We must first and foremost have humility. And we learned from last Sunday's gospel reading that how we gain humility is not by comparing ourselves with the other, but how we gain humility is by comparing ourselves only with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we do that, we are led to this place of humility. So that is the first piece of the puzzle. The second piece of the puzzle that is shared with us today in the beautiful gospel reading of the prodigal son, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is that of desire. The desire to return back to our Father. Think about this gospel reading for a second. I think of the power of the message. Here we had this son who went to his father and asked for what? The father's money. The son asked for his inheritance. Now you have to remember that children only get their inheritance back then, even now, when their parents were to be with God. So what was the son saying to the father? Father, you're like dead to me. I don't care about you anymore. I want my money. I'm back with you. And what was, the, what was the father's response? Son, if you want what is owed you, here it is. And what did the son do? He went out and spent all of his money on quote-unquote loose living, whatever that means. But here's the beautiful part of this, this gospel reading, my brothers and sisters of Christ. When he was eating, feeding off of the, 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 the paws of swine eating, by the way, there's significance there, right? Because in the ancient world, the Jews believed, the Jewish people believed pigs to be unclean. So when the prodigal son was eating from the pots that the swine were eating, it's like today saying he had hit rock bottom. And he came to his senses. And he decided to go back to his father. And he decided to go back to his father after saying, Father, I have sinned against you, take me back as one of your hired servants. Not even as one of your sons, but as one of your hired servants. <laughs> and what did the son do when he went back to his father? He saw his father not waiting for him, but running towards him and embracing him with love and open arms. And he put a ring on his hand, showing that the son had authority in his home. And he put a robe on his back, showing that he was treating the son almost like royalty. And shoes on his feet. My brothers and sisters in Christ, if you want to experience the loving compassion of God, repent. If you want to experience the loving compassion of God, confess. 
If you want to experience the love and compassion of God like the prodigal, we must, in our own way, in our own time, in our own journey of life, come to our senses, if we will, because all of us are fallen and fall short. There isn't one of us, myself included, who does not sin, right? All of us are fallen short because we live in a fallen world. So that's what Lent is all about, through prayer and fasting and almsgiving and confession to come back to the joy of the Father. In the Old Testament, in the book of Numbers, chapters 5, verses 5 and 6, listen to what God says to Moses. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, when a man or a woman commits one of the sins that he would commit, then he shall confess openly the sin he committed. This is God talking to Moses. If somebody sins, he's going to confess it openly. Of course, in the New Testament, in the book of James, the book of James says clearly in chapters 5, verses 16, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. In the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs teaches us in chapters 28, verse 13, He that covers his own ungodliness shall not prosper, but he that blames himself shall be loved. He that blames himself shall be loved. If we want to experience the love of God and brothers in Christ, we need to have the desire to come back home to the Father, as a prodigal son did. And the Lord will accept us with love and open arms, because there is anything that we can do that our Lord will not forgive us for. So He forgave the son, He forgave the prodigal. But there's another character in this parable that we also have to consider, and that is the elder brother. What did the elder brother do? He refused to join the celebration of his brother's return. He complained that his, that his father had never thrown a big party for him, even, all, even though the older son obeyed the father. It's interesting. Did you guys catch this? Did you guys catch this? When the father referred to the prodigal as your brother, the elder brother would only call him this son of yours. Did you notice that? Apparently, the older brother no longer viewed his sibling as a brother. The irony is that at the end of the parable, the prodigal was restored to a right relationship with his father. The elder brother had become so estranged from them both, he refused to share in the father's joy to accept the return of the prodigal. He shut himself out of the celebration. We don't know the outcome of the story, but my brothers and sisters in Christ, countless family relationships have ended over much less. Something to think about. Remember, the Lord told his disciples, and by extension, he tells us in St. Matthew's Gospel, chapters 4, verses 4, chapters 5, verses 48, be perfect because your heavenly Father is perfect, especially in loving our enemies. The elder brother, of course, fell short of the father's perfect love in this parable. And the older brother's attitude 
as a sin is just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than the sin each other brother committed. Right? Because he was living under the illusion that he was perfect. You see, the older brother did what the, um, the publican and the Pharisee, right? What the Pharisee did to the publican in last week's gospel. The older brother compared himself to who? The younger brother. And in doing so, he lacked humility. He should have only compared himself to God. So he was blinded by his anger. He was blinded. He, couldn't have, he didn't have that humility to be able to say those three magic words. I was wrong. Think about the power of that. Think about the power of those three magic words, my brothers of Christ. I was wrong. The prodigal son was able to come to a census and to say those words to himself. I need to learn how to say those words. Perhaps some of us here do today must learn the same lesson. <laughs> you know, right? We can learn to say these words. Think how many relationships would be healed if you could just say those three powerful words, I was wrong. And if you remember, as we heal our relationships with one another, we heal our relationship with Christ. Because the farther we are from one another, the farther we are from Christ. Something to think about. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we prepare to celebrate this great and holy Lent season, remember the first piece of the puzzle is humility. The second piece of the puzzle is desire to return to the Father. Through humility, to be able to say, I was wrong. We will gain our spiritual strength in doing so through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and other spiritual disciplines to include services that are celebrated in Great Lent. These are tools to help us come to ourselves, to help us wake up and lead us back to the right relationship with our Heavenly Father. It doesn't matter who we identify with in this parable, whether it's with the younger brother or the older brother. Our Lord is calling us, each and every one of us, and the invitation is the same. He's saying to you, and to I, to all of us, I love you. My compassion and grace and forgiveness is always with you. Come home, come home to me, and join in the great celebration of the heavenly kingdom. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in his care on this day. Amen.